Hi, and welcome to Dating Funnies. Hope everyone here had a great weekend. Hope your quarantining is working out for you. Driving me a little stir crazy. I get out and about, a walk here or there around the neighborhood, especially on sunny days like today here in the Seattle area. And I hope everyone in your family is doing well and no one's uh, any major issues with the uh, with the virus. So not really a whole lot going on these days in the in the dating world per se. And I want to keep my conversation as light and easy as can be uh, during this crazy time of trying to sort out this whole mess. What's real? What isn't real? With the numbers or not numbers? So. I got to thinking the other day, I really hadn't had much of a chance or took the opportunity to actually try to participate in one of these Zoom speed dating platforms. And I've only seen them posted once. And since then, they've disappeared. So I don't know if they're not going to do them anymore or not that many people showed up. Just not sure. But it got me thinking that, hey, why don't I... I have a Zoom account. Why don't I put in all my dating profiles on Match, Plenty of Fish, OkCupid, and put in there and say, hey, during these difficult times, why don't we do a Zoom video meetup? And reach out to me and we'll set it up and I've got a Zoom account and we can kind of get to know one another through a a Zoom meeting. And after this goes away, hopefully sooner than later, and then if we like each other, we can go have a physical one-on-one meeting, cup of coffee, lunch, something like that. And so I posted that on the sites last week. And now I didn't put my Zoom account information on the dating sites. I just said we can have a Zoom meeting. Now, I've gotten one response, and I had to chuckle because the lady said, well, that seems kind of creepy. And I responded back and said, well, how is that creepy? Well, why would I get on a Zoom video call with you when I don't even know you? And my response back was, well, are you willing to meet me face-to-face without really knowing me? She says, of course, how else are you going to get to know someone? I said, okay, well, we're under quarantine. We're not supposed to meet people, especially people we don't know. And if we were, it's got to be six feet or more physical distance or social distance, as they call it. I said, this way we can at least kind of see each other and and just have a conversation with, you know, and then we can decide if we want to continue the conversation or not. Because, yeah, but if I give you my email address, then... Yeah, you'll you know you'll probably bother me afterwards if I don't like you. I said, no, that's not the case. But you don't know that. I understand. So why don't you make up a, a different email account and create a new one on Gmail or Yahoo or MSN, and we'll use that for the Zoom uh, interview, so to speak. And then after we're done, if you don't like me, just delete the email account. It doesn't matter to me. I mean. We can't get connected unless I send you a link to the Zoom call with a password to get into the Zoom uh, video call. Well, she said, well, if I do that, you'll still be able to know where I live. And I'm like, how? How am I going to know where you live? So we ended up agreeing to disagree and agreeing not to have a Zoom meeting. I haven't heard from anybody else. I sent off winks. I sent off emails to people, and I just have to laugh. It's like, why do we have to make this so difficult? I'm not trying to be difficult. I'm trying to be open to the idea. I have several Zoom business meetings throughout the week. I Zoom video my grandkids, and we're able to do that because I'm not able to see them right now. So I'd be curious to know if any of you have tried to do it 
FaceTime meeting or Skype or Zoom. Those are all the same, you know, uh, video type setups. And I thought maybe it might be an easier way to kind of get to know someone and, and see if we have enough mutual interest to want to physically see one another once this quarantine has been lifted. Uh, once again, I'm here in the Seattle area. You know, I don't know where it's at in your area. Maybe it's easier if you're in Florida or you're in Arizona, California. I've had better luck in Arizona and California than I have here. Uh, so many people are so fearful of, uh, of dating. I mean, there's another lady on MASH.com, doesn't have a photo. She's 60 years old which is in my age grouping. Uh, emailers say, hey, I'd be interested to get to know you a little bit more. Do you plan on posting any photos? And her response back was, no, I'm not putting photos on here. This whole online dating scares me. Like, great, here we here we go again. Everyone's so petrified that someone's going to ID someone on their photo. And I guess you could, if you do a little due diligence, I guess you can probably find somebody on Facebook and see who they really are, if they are who they say they are. I don't know. I don't have that kind of time and energy to do that. Maybe something's happened to them like that before. But we all have to be safe. I want to be safe. They have to be safe. But the video conference thing seems to be pretty safe in my in my opinion. Now let's go on to this past girlfriend thing. I want to share this with you because it's kind of, in my opinion, it's kind of interesting. So keep in mind that when we dated two years ago, she really expected me to always be attentive to her throughout the day every day and so I tried to do that with her back then two years ago and it never seemed to be enough and she did certain things along the way that question really what are we doing as an example we dated for several months but yet she could never spend the night i could not spend the night with her because at the time she's living with a cousin and his wife in downtown bellevue in a high rise i guess he's a microsoft retiree and there would be times when she'd be out in my my area but never text or call and let me know that she's in the area and two years ago whenever i just call her on a whim to say, hey, I was thinking about you that I reach out and call you instead of text you. I would never get an answer to the phone call. But within 10 minutes, I'd get a text from her saying, hey, sorry, not available right now. I'll, I'll talk to you later today. Now, she could have set that up in an auto response. I don't know. I don't have that auto response, and I don't know how long you can put in an auto response. But it just seemed odd to me that we could never talk on the phone. So when she just up and left... It's frustrating because I thought we were a little bit closer than that. But now as I look back on that whole relationship, it just seemed odd. And she just up and went to Bend, Oregon. And then apparently went back to Montana. And I know she had some family dynamic situations and stuff. And maybe that's what preoccupied her. But to me, it's like, well, she really wasn't into the relationship in a lot of different ways. So now fast forward to these days. Once again, we're back to where she would like me to, you know, text her on a regular basis so that I could stay top of mind for her. Now, even if I don't text her all the time, She's top of mind for me. I think about her a lot a lot during, during the day. But I went ahead and said, okay, well, I'll go ahead. I text her in the morning. I text her a couple times in the afternoon. I text her at night. Then we went through this thing about a week or so ago where she wanted me to text her again after I'd gone to bed and I had to get up for an early morning uh, conference call. And she was kind of bugged about the fact that 
we couldn't be connected longer. So I told her, well, good night, I'll catch up with you tomorrow. And I never heard a good night from her. I didn't hear from her the next day, nor did I reach out to her because I was like, what the heck? You know, here we are again going through the same thing. I remember in the last few weeks I've called her because she's apparently not employed right at the moment. So I thought, well, I'll just call her as opposed to texting back and forth. And once again, I don't get a pickup, but I get a text five, ten minutes later saying that she was unavailable, that she had to chat with me later. So to this day, in the last three or four weeks that her and I have recommunicated, I can't ever get her on the phone. It's always through text messaging. So I don't I don't text her Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I get a text from her, and she went checking up on me, and I said, well, I'm doing fine. However, your response, your non-response may be assume this and that about the relationship. You know, and it seems to me that it's all driven by sex again, so nothing's really changed in my opinion. And then she shoots me back a text and says, well, I'm frustrated because you just don't pay enough attention to me. You just don't have time for me. As I sat there and read that, I thought, oh my gosh, here we go again. Here I'm texting her in the morning. I text her right around noon. I text her around four o'clock. I text her again at eight o'clock at night. And we're communication, we're, we're texting, but she's never available for a phone call. Then she throws that gauntlet down that I'm not, I'm not, I don't have time for her. Now, without getting into all my stuff, I mean, I appreciate that we all want to be wanted, desired, be flirted with, but oh my gosh, she's staying with relatives. She was doing a, a delivery service type job and that's all well and good I can respect that but for me I've got employees that I'm worried about right now I've got investments that I'm worried about right now I've got investment properties where I have renters I have to worry about and my business has come to a screeching halt now all these things I worry about or try to plot the course as we go forward with this this virus situation, but I'm not in a financial situation where I'm in dire straits. You know, I've, I've plotted my course to where I could withstand this blip, but needless to say, it still weighs on me. I don't get to see my grandkids, I don't get to see my son. We interact by phone or we interact by video, text on occasion, but by and large, you know, I'm kind of dancing in my own head with my own challenges and, and looking at not only challenges, but what opportunities might lay out in front of me that maybe I should be taking advantage of right now when it comes to investments. So even with all that said, I still put in the time, energy, and effort to stay connected with her and send her cute little emojis. I have a Bitmoji account, so I send her cute little things for in the morning and the evening. I send her little postcards that I find on there, and yet I'm, I'm being told that uh, I don't pay her enough attention, I don't make time for her. that, uh, you know, that I guess looking at this whole situation, it sounds like I'm supposed to build her up every day. You know, a friend of mine once said, you know, you gotta, just like flowers, you have to water them in order for them to bloom. Well, golly, I feel like I've got the hose on full blast, and I will never be able to fill her up. I had an ex-girlfriend I dated for many, many, many years, many years ago, and she used to always say, well, you don't touch me enough. I said, what do you mean? I come over to the house, I hang out, we're sitting on the couch, I spend the night with you on a regular basis, whenever we're out in public, we're holding our hands. She goes, yeah, you don't touch me enough. 
And I paused for a moment and said, you know, when I come over to your house and I bring groceries for you and your kids, you know, I'm touching you. When I come over in the morning and pick up your kids to drive them to school and then go over there and pick them up and take them home so that you can do your part-time job, I'm touching you. She says, well, you don't understand. I need, I need attention all the time. So that kind of reminds me of that. And in that case, she needed attention so much years ago that she's actually finding attention from other people while I was at work, earning a living and providing for her and her family. Even gave her money so she can buy a house. And I was told then I wasn't there for her enough. So I'm kind of feeling the same way now. And I'm putting my best foot forward. But at the end of this conversation last week, it's like, you know what? This isn't working for me. I'm not doing this. You know, I've got my plate. I got my challenges. You don't want to hear about them, but you want me to make sure that I'm paying attention to you every moment of every day. And if I don't, then I'm not in your mind. So that's about as funny as I can get this week. I'd like to be funnier, uh, but you know, I've had a, a few. Uh, emails from people wondering about what my motives really are or what they aren't. Maybe I could have said something differently, and I really appreciate that. I mean, my motive is to find someone, date someone, find an equal partner, collaborate. We talk on the phone. We text. We see each other. That would be most ideal, but I'm not a Man, I know it. I can text with the best of them. If that's our primary go-to conversation, then you know that's no fun for me, and I can't imagine it be fun for anybody that I'm dating, and I can't imagine it be fun for you guys either. So there's got to be an equal balance there somehow. With that said, I think I'll just kind of wrap it up this week. I do hope that the, everyone here is practicing social physical distance. I think it's really important. We don't know really what. Uh, what's going on or not but right now it's better to be safe than sorry and I'm certainly taking those extra steps when I go to the store which is very infrequent same thing if I go I had to go pick up a few things at one of them at Home Depot and, and people generally speaking it's an old habit but they just don't respect or don't think about social distance you know there's younger people getting this disease there's uh, people in their 40s and 50s getting it but the high risk people are over the age of 60s you know I want to be aware of people around me so that I'm not encroaching on their boundaries and and I, have to, and I remind people, hey, don't uh, don't encroach mine. And and I saw something the other day on Facebook. I had to laugh because it's like for the first time in our lives, we can actually say these things, and it has some meaning to it. And one is, hey, I wouldn't touch you with a six foot pole. It used to be ten foot pole, but now it's a six foot pole. Or the best one yet is, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, I know I said the f word. Sorry about that, but. I thought, yeah, now we can actually say that and people are going to know what we mean. Get away from me. Uh, anyway, I really do hope you guys are having much better luck than I am. Hopefully you're interacting with somebody that puts a smile on your face, that you talk to them, you text them, you know, reach out to people. Hopefully you're having better luck than I am on Tinder or Bumble or all, all, all the other dating platforms. Uh, I chuckle. My biggest uh, entertainment these days, being quarantined, trying to do some work and trying to entertain myself is I've been watching a lot of TikToks. Kind of interesting, all the different videos that people have on there. But if someone put a smile on my face, kind of takes me for a moment or two or half hour or so. It takes me away from all the other stuff that's swirling around my head. So hopefully you find 
some peace in that too is you're quarantined or semi-quarantine and you're going stir crazy and you're concerned about what's going to happen down the road we're all in it together we'll all come out of it much better than we are today physical dating may be put on a back burner for a while uh, especially for me it will be uh, but I'm going to keep continue to try to reach people and hope that I can have a conversation or two with someone that's more like-minded like myself that said have a great week. I look forward to sharing whatever stories I can uh, uh, run into that I can share with you that can help put a, put a smile on your face as well. Thanks for listening. And once again, it's Dating Funnies, D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. Your comments, suggestions, and stories are certainly welcome. Feel free to send it all my way.